Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guest as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of, right here on the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast. Today I have an amazing guest. Annie Pruggles. Hi, Annie. Hi, Charity. Yay, we made it. We had some technical difficulties, but guess what? The show goes on. And yeah. here we are, and we're about to blow it up. Hey. Blow it up. <laughs> blow it up, blow it up. So today we are going to talk about all the things sales and why it's so hard to make that sale and how we can reshift ourselves. And you are going to teach us how to be the most amazing sales divas out there. That's the goal. (laughs) Yay. My audience is going to love you because you're so raw and authentic and, you know, like really come to the place with some authority, um, in regards to sales and, um, having a non-sleazy key, non-sleazy sales practice. Yes. So that's really key. So let's talk about you because you know, my show is all about the entrepreneur themselves, you know, how you became an entrepreneur. Was it in your DNA? You know, what was the fire? What was, what, how did it all start? Let's, let's talk about that. Oh boy. I feel like my life story is what happens when two entrepreneurs have a baby and that baby decides to go to art school. Like, I think that's pretty much how I wound up here. Uh, I am the child of a business strategist and motivational speaker, now retired, uh, both really accomplished and beloved in their own way. Uh, But because of that, I grew up thinking that entrepreneurship was possible, right? And this was as early back as like the late 80s. My parents were out doing it, setting their own example, paving their own path. And so for me, that was totally normal. What wasn't normal was like, take your parent to work day and everybody's parents were actually there. My parents were always on a plane, which sounds terrible, but I saw them like a ton anyway. So it was completely fine. But for me, I was like, what's your mom do? I don't know. She talks to people and makes a lot of money. Okay. Uh, But I (laughs) didn't at that point, Everybody was always asking me, like, are you going to be a speaker like your mom? Are you going to be a speaker like your mom? And as a kid, I was like, yeah, maybe. And then as a teenager, I was like, absolutely not. That's mom's thing. I have my own thing. But through it all, I had this really big um, interest and passion and relative amount of talent for theater. So that's the direction I went. So taking my mom's communications career and turning it into kind of a more artistic bent. And I did that. I went to college for musical theater, graduated, realized that other than acting at night, there's not a whole lot to do in the day with a brand new shiny musical theater degree. So (laughs) like so many of us in theater or in other communicative arts, I wound up in marketing marketing uh, and specifically theater marketing, working on the great big touring musicals at Broadway in Chicago. And it was a crash course in wild and crazy marketing. 
But all along, I never forgot my love for the entrepreneur, for the mom and pop shop, for the family run business. It was always there. And so when I decided I wanted to get out of theater marketing, I went right on back to marketing the little guy, marketing the family business, making sure that parents like my parents could put food on the table for their kids. Oh, I love that. That's the amazing big heart of yours. And that, that's such a sweet story because that is kind of, you know, some of our experiences, our parents are working as entrepreneurs and it looked kind of like, you know, a shit show or maybe as if they didn't have time for us or as if it was highly stressful and they were just always at their wits end, like coming from a long um, stem of entrepreneurs and economists. I felt like kind of the same way that they were always just too busy for me. And so I wasn't really super turned in into the career of like having a business, even though it must have been in my DNA because I was having lemonade stands and tie dye sales and dog walking services since I was like seven. So oh, I don't know. In my family, if there was something that I could do within the business and especially something that I wasn't necessarily qualified to do, but was cheap to do, like they could give me like a buck instead of having to hire somebody. Yeah. Like, hey, box up these. My mom had these incredible styrofoam hats that look like crabs that she used to sell back of room. So she'd be like, go box some hats, go stuff some folders, go fax. There's yeah. ADB, go fax a bunch of contracts. Like there was always something I was doing as a kid. And I'm so grateful for that because I understood also it wasn't like having a glossy celebrity entrepreneur parent. It wasn't like being blue ivy, like. I was with my parents all the time. And as such, I saw that entrepreneurship is incredible. And it's also a phenomenal blood sucking amount of work. Yes. Right. So like <laughs> feast or famine, great days, horrible days, top of your world, winning everything. Next day, curveball comes, giant contract falls through, COVID hits, whatever it may be. <laughs> and I feel like because I had a front row seat, and on the strategy side, I had access to my dad's strategy brain. I grew up knowing that this activity that we sign up for is a roller coaster with huge highs, but also a lot of dips of despair and a whole lot of just prolonged effort and waiting. Yeah, true that. So that's so good that you were immersed in that. So it's not a total shock because a lot of people are just like, stunned they they can't believe oh, they yeah. put fifteen thousand in that new funnel and that new marketing plan and that new copy and that new offer and now they're like dead in the water and they're yep. like but i put it all on my card like how do what am i supposed to do right yeah so that's like the key about really having that good sales pitch and i was like oh yes. I got the 10 million dollar sales script oh hey i got the 10 million dollar um automated funnel like hello bring the money ching 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 right nothing <laughs> is worse than watching people invest in stunningly gorgeous marketing and then watch them fall down on a sales call nothing is worse than that it is so depressing because it's turning something beautiful 
which should be totally functional and amazing into a colossal waste of time, energy and show offedness. Yeah. And a right. Fraud. Like, and then they feel so like a fraud, like you can't yeah. recover from it. You can only do that four or five times in business and everyone will know. And you're well, and how are you going to get your ROI on that shiny, shiny, gorgeous funnel? If you're driving people to a discovery session or a clarity session with you, and this is not judgment y'all. I used to do this. I had the best funnels in the biz and they were toilet bowls to nowhere. <laughs> okay they went nowhere they went to an email list that i would never email or maybe they'd go onto my calendar and then i'd get them on my calendar and i'd be like oh my god charity your hair is so pretty i just could tell that we are going to be really good friends here's a bunch of homework for free and me showing my expertise for free and then getting to the point where i know i should sell but instead just being like no charity's my friend i'll just yeah. say bye and she'll buy from me later if she wants to i did that for years I'm amazed I'm still in business. Yeah, but, I did that too so much. Right, but that's, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now because so many people with the gorgeous marketing, with the funnels, with the amazing, fabulous podcast, whatever it may be, they're pouring so much of themselves out there. They're creating all of this incredible, gooey, yummy content and spraying it all over the world. And then the time comes for them to ask and receive in addition to all they put out and they go um well my business coach wants me to charge three thousand but this has only been around for like two years so it's new so would you like it maybe for like a hundred dollars and a testimonial you know what how about just the testimonial oh my god <laughs> okay so we i've all i've done that a hundred times in my program We've that's actually it worked out times. all the kinks in my program i did that a hundred times yeah. <laughs> And that's the thing, we all do this, but at the end of the day, the difference between a struggling business and a profitable business is consistency, but even consistency cannot possibly carry you across the finish line that is selling. And yeah. what's amazing is that one action of crossing the finish line of selling starts a whole new and even more fun race called customer service. Right? So all that gooey good stuff that we want is right on the other side of an ask that many, many, many of us simply walk away from because it makes us uncomfortable. But we assume that if we're uncomfortable, the client must be uncomfortable and we don't want to make them uncomfortable. So we just skip it. Weird. Yeah. Now we need to step into our power and command and demand our prices. Yeah. Yeah. So that's amazing. So I know audience out there, I know you felt that we all did. So she, she just got real with us real quick because <laughs> all the coaches out there know exactly what she's talking about. That's how so. we do on create clarity with charity, right? Yeah. We got to make it a little uncozy so we can get to the real stuff, you know? And that's really what matters because you do understand, you do understand, Annie, it is very clear that like, I mean, you've made it through your struggles as well. Like you just said, mm -hmm. you, you told that story so well, because you felt that way and did the same thing. And you battled the same thing. A lot of us did with insecurity and not feeling enough and not being able to command our prices and being super perfectionist OCD about everything and, and being feeling like an imposter or not being able to be ourselves. Right. Like that's pretty much what like evolving and to an entrepreneur feels like it's a little yep. weird it's that growing pain of testing your comfort zone 
doing something, taking bold, inspired action, following through on that bold, inspired action, because we can also grow too fast where we just get kind of drunk on that feeling of courage. We're like, I did it. I'm going to do this too. I'm going to do this too. Right. And then we kind of get this spray and frame. Shiny object. Shiny object. I'm on. Yeah, exactly. I'm on every single platform now. But you're like, okay, but you're still not getting any sales calls, babe. So let's slow down. Let's take bold, brave, inspired action. But let's also follow through on the things that we promised to ourselves and we promised to our prospects. Let's remember that as fast as we grow or as slow as we're painstakingly growing, our relationships and the nature of those relationships are going to make that all worthwhile if we take the time to invest in them. Right. But if yeah. we just blast past and go marketing, 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 we're never <laughs> slowing down enough to actually serve. And you subscribe that and it's called or subscribe, prescribe. It's like you have a prescription for sales avoidance. Mm -hmm. That's like yes. one of your big things. Yes. Because it is, it's like rejection is a bitch. Okay. We all hate it. It's annoying. Mm -hmm. And you have to face it all the time. So. Right. But sales avoidance is exactly like if you're dating someone and you really, really like them. So you break up with them before they can dump you. That is sales avoidance, right? We're rejecting yeah. ourselves before the client can reject us. We're not rejecting them. We hope they'll come around, but we're saying, do I want to proceed into sales language right now? Do I want to proceed into the next phase, the next step, the next call to action? And yeah. we go, well, they're great, but I'm not. So I'm just going to stop right here and hope that they got what they wanted from me. And maybe they'll come back when they realize that I do have some value, but just not as much as I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> secrets. And we always feel like that secret imposter a little bit until we finally claim it and dial into our offers and our sales pitch, because it's like, you don't even know your business until you do that. Listen, I'm so glad you brought up imposter syndrome. I will shout this from the mountaintops all around the world. Assholes do not get imposter syndrome because assholes don't <laughs> care about how they're received or the person on the other side of the transaction really much at all, right? Yeah. So they don't have that idea of like, am I worthy of this? Can I really deliver what I'm promising here? Is the client really able to fully trust me? Am I showing up in full integrity? None of those well, questions. Well, they're narcissists. I mean, people like that don't feel that, literally don't right. have that compass. And it's but all about so them and their full of ego and then they're jerks yes. on the other side. But they may be able to do a ton of sales calls, right? A hundred percent. But if you are encountering imposter syndrome, great. It means you care about the person on the other end of the transaction. It means you care about your word. You care about showing up in integrity. Yeah. Right. And that's what really matters. I mean, that is key to that evolutionary entrepreneur that I always talk about on my podcast and in my book that we are heart centered. And to do that first for yourself is really what it's about is claiming you right. Because yeah. that's what we have to do. And that's why we short ourselves at times and we just give away our service because we're not feeling the value of what we're doing. We're transforming and changing lives. A lot of coaches have that syndrome going from like, you know, a consultant, an accountant, someone who has like a, like a, 
a toolbox full of tools that are of value to saying that, Hey, I want to help and transform people's hearts and their inner fitness. And people laugh like, ha ha ha. That's like woo woo. And then you start doubting yourself, you know, <laughs> it's like, yes, but Oprah Winfrey, Winfrey is a billionaire. So it's gotta have something good to it. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's some people don't invest in themselves. So they'll never see the value of a coach. Right. Oh, and you're yeah. like a sales coach. So there anyone who just like really claims themselves and values their business and what they're doing, you need a sales coach because you're not going to really catch on until you have somebody that's like already been there and walked in those shoes as somebody who has OCD and helps ADHD and helps people that have challenges and barriers to being able to be authentic and real. So let's talk about that. Cause that's really what got me with you is that you really dial into the people that need it the most and that are the ones that are having, you know, obsessive compulsive perfectionism, mm -hmm. um, ADHD, having a hard time focusing, closing, you know, really, um, you know, highly sensitive introverts, people that have a real huge problem putting themselves out there, super shy. So let's talk about how you help people get into their power when they're feeling like that. You know, I call these my proper noun people, right? It's the people that have a passion, a calling, a vocation, right? It's not their job. It's their capital P purpose, right? Those people. I am one of those people. But what happens is when what we do and the people we serve are so beloved to us, our business and our offerings take on this kind of delicate preciousness that we're like, this is my God-given gift. This is my unique, authentic self. And I must protect it from all evil money at all times. And I must make it freely available because that's what Jesus would do or whatever, <laughs> right? Insert morality here. Talk right. to different people, get different morality. I'm not just bagging on Jesus, but... You know, it's this idea of give, 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 yeah. give, give till you die. And a lot of that see nobility in that. And that is hard to break. The first thing is just be aware of it. Be mm -hmm. aware of the fact that you feel kind of cheap or sleazy about charging for what you perceive to be a gift or your authentic self. But then what I want you to do is summon up another person that you feel is living their gift every day that you are delighted to pay, yeah. right? If you yeah. have an incredible nanny or somebody that takes care of your aging parents, if you your have masseuse. someone, your masseuse, <laughs> the woman that comes over and cleans my house so it doesn't look like I'm podcasting live from a spider web, right? Yeah. The, the, coffee shop the mom and pop coffee shop on the corner that wakes me up when i most need it and can always tell when i'm having a bad day so my scone is always free those people are living their freaking purpose and as yeah. such i am even more delighted to pay them because i know they're showing up in their excellence and i know they're living their purpose and we yeah. are surrounded by people selling so gorgeously to us all day we don't even notice because we're glad to pay them so my yeah question then for anybody out there with that sales avoidance is why couldn't you why wouldn't you why probably are you not already the person that someone else loves to pay because you're showing up in your essence wow that's a really good point and we all need to envision that like yes. really claim that value it's so important that people appreciate and value what we do 
I spent a lot of years working in corporate and I didn't feel valued. And I would save them quarter million dollars on bonuses and adjust budgets and track things and make sure they're making profits and KPIs. And they didn't care at all. Like no one cares about anyone else's money except me, evidently. So, you know, and it's like, there's so many more things to feel so much gratitude and gracious about easy, simple things. So even if you're having a hard time, like she's saying, you know, find something that where you can live in your purpose and like that makes you feel good. So right. And charge accordingly. Right. And and yeah. you can be accessible. You don't have to be affordable. You can be accessible. You can serve the masses. You can have low ticket and high ticket. You can have experiential and one on one and group. You can have all of those things, but you cannot have all of those things if you're not willing to charge for all of those things. Right. It's not a hobby and you need to pay. And that's the thing. It's a community and everyone chips together when you're in these like more heart centered groups where you're doing, you know, transformational work and really dialing down into the key things um, that took us years to figure out. Your framework is really phenomenal. And I know what it takes to build a program. So I know that you have to have been in those shoes to be able to really get down into the, the, you know, up to your neck and all the possibilities of how we can, um, you know, cop out on ourselves. So it's kind of like, um, you want to be real when you're going for sales, you need to be ready. You need to have your CTA. You need to have your, you know, hook story offer. You need to know what you're selling for how much. And so I know that's a lot of things that people need to like, kind of go back into. They kind of get cold feet. A lot of people don't, don't teach about how to do a sales call. You know, do you go over that? Oh, heck yeah. First things first, here's some free advice, everybody. Take that fancy store-bought sales script of yours and put it down the garbage disposal or light it on fire. That sales (laughs) script is limiting your creativity. And moreover, that that sales script is limiting your ability to listen. And your most important job on a sales call is to listen, mm-hmm. right? And you can always tell on a sales Shh. call when someone isn't listening. I mean, it's the same thing as listening to a podcast recording. If you asked me what my favorite food was and I said, oh, Charity, I'm so glad that you asked me about the sky and why I get my inspiration from the sky. You'd be like, what the hell? I just asked you what your favorite food was. You can always tell when someone's not listening and it's the number one way to turn someone off. And yet when we get when most of us who have been traditionally sales trained or are cobbling together pieces of sales training, get into a selling situation we are programmed to think get my spiel out here we go oh mr talking point no no mr listening point is what you should be worried about yeah so everyone when you're in that sales you drop that price just shut up oh please (laughs) no no completely the number one place where we babble (laughs) is right after we say the price point right and there are some things in traditional selling that i do totally agree with and one of them is whoever speaks next after the price is said loses and that's true because your person needs time to think yeah 
And then there comes, you know, the series of excuses and trying to come up with a way out or get a lower price. So yep. do you go over negotiation? I'm here on Annie-P-Ruggles. Oh, you could just go to AnniePRuggles.com. Ignore all this Kajabi nonsense. Okay, got it. Annie, yes, Annie. Um, let them know, girl, because we're here on your site <laughs> right now. No non-sleazy sales academy. And we got to see what you're talking about. Um you know, so let's, let's focus on this. Cause I know you got Ooh. so many freebies. You got, you got webinars. Let's talk about what you're doing here. Cool. Well, yeah. So this is my main website. I call it a carnal, uh, carnival of anti-sales avoidance. So if you are in a learning place, Ooh, 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 this is the website for you. Couple of things uh, that are going on right here. I have a video that I absolutely love. My favorite video I've ever done called is sales manipulative. And should you even care? Uh, spoiler for the TLDR people in the audience. Yes, sales is manipulative. And if operating with ethics, no, you should not care. So you can always start there if you're just looking awesome. for a little inspiration, <laughs> education. Uh, but up at the top, you can also find my free masterclass, which is called Make Selling Easy Without Getting Sleazy. It's 37 minutes of jam-packed sales and sass. All it takes is your email and I will never freaking spam you but I cover all of these things here right now. Uh, the truth about sales, the truth about who you are as a salesperson. I already told you this one, the truth about sales scripts, spoiler, it's throw it out the window, remember to listen. The truth about no and how to handle those no's and the truth about the people you're serving, plus my tips on how to handle no's, not now's, maybes, and also really really long drawn out yeses. So all of that is in the masterclass. The masterclass is right freaking there for the taking. Awesome. Um, yeah. And then I also have my podcast, Too Legitimate to Quit, is hosted from this website. All of the great shows that I've been so lucky to be a part of, like Create Clarity with Charity, will be on this website. Uh, and I also have a quiz called, Is Your Big Heart Killing Your Small Business? Uh, spoiler. It's not, but it's right there if you want to find out how you can get some stuff done. Yeah, that's awesome. And you guys, like, she just kind of just cruised past all the amazing um, <laughs> podcasts and yeah. all these amazing things you've accomplished. Like, I mean, let's, there's like over a hundred interviews you've been on and you've also been in the press. You got tons of media, you're yeah. doing blog, and your podcast is blowing up. It's super cool. Thank you. Annie. My podcast is my little baby. Yeah, yes. That's awesome. And you have like, you know, so, so much to offer. Say, so do you do one-on-one -on -one coaching? So it's, this is not just about um, signing up for a free masterclass. We want people to get the okay. keys that they need to be successful. So oh. is there a book with you? I have the single greatest membership of all time. If you want to rock your selling, you can actually go to the curriculum and registration page see that up on top perfect uh so this page here is all about my membership my golden offer my fabulousness it's a hundred a month in your choice of currency if you're in the uh, if you're in australia or canada come and pay in your own freaking currency don't worry about an exchange rate i know a lot of the time people get burned by that i take that right out the window but my program is a hybrid of live teaching with yours truly i do six hours of live teaching every single week and also three 
three complete programs, one about product design, one about uh, personality and communication typing of your buyers, and one all about how to sell, which I call sales for empaths. So that is all included in the membership, uh, which is for $100 a month. Heck yeah. Oh my God. Oh, don't show yourselves. This is like important because this is important. And also that time is limited because I'm about to add two new programs to this puppy. And when I do that price is going to go up. Hey, uh, do you get grandfathered in then? <laughs> yes, exactly. If you get grandfathered in now, you get to stay and you get the new programs for free. never sell alone. Never hey. sell alone. Right? And then you come to the meetings with your new sales, with your new clients, and yep. you talk about how to close the deal if they're like yep. skating around the idea of the $25,000 package or... We do follow-up. We do content creation. We do copywriting, right? It's really important to niche down so everything I focus on has some selling component. But that being said, every single thing you do could have a sales component. Your Instagram could have a sales component. Your podcast could have a sales component. And you get it so for a hundred dollars a month. Just come, is it open Q and A where you can talk about it? A month. Yes. Three Q and A calls, two hours each every single week. Wow. And you can just ask any question you want and feature your page and have expert insight and advice. Yeah. Oh my gosh, girl, blow it up. Okay. Blow you guys, it up y'all out there. If you have, did not hear that, that is an amazing deal. That's like having a sales consultant on call. Yeah. And that's I'll really a super value. Like, I wish you would have told me about that before because that's really what it's about. Annie, like the I'm all about the, the super support. value, right? I mean, that's the thing is if I can get someone selling, that's the first investment they can make in themselves if they go in that direction. But also, I know that a lot of the people, by the time they come to me, they have those super expensive funnels that we talked about at the beginning of the episode. And yeah. I think, again, those funnels are freaking great if you're going to put the icing on the cupcake. Right. Yeah, and you got to so, close the deals. You got to right. close the deals. Like, and so I want to make sure people can make good on all of that investment too, which is why I keep my stuff intentionally accessible so that they can pay for it with the money they have left over and still have enough to invest in other stuff too. Yeah. So it's it's really like a no-brainer, you guys out there. Um, check her her Facebook out, Annie P. Ruggles, um, Facebook, um, the the non-sleazy sales academy. And also her YouTube and ah. she has some new videos up. Um, all of my podcast episodes and all of my interviews are on my YouTube. I'm just starting to grow it now. So it's an exciting time to come over and interface with me on YouTube. I'm just getting yeah, going. confronting rejection head on on structure, mm -hmm. self-compassion and something um so and david getta yeah so obvious factors that influencers are selling so really amazing annie like i freaking love what you're doing and i love that you're making it accessible to my audience out of prices that are reasonable where you guys could really get an advantage here so reach out to her check out anniepruggles.com and get some sales advice for a hundred bucks oh and a free master class hello <laughs> Awesome. Here. Yay, Annie! Shake it for the audience because <laughs> they, hopefully your um, mailbox will blow up because we need big groups, right? Here, I'll ring my sales bell in advance. Oh, oh, yay! Ring the bell for us. I love it. <laughs> cool. So that's where we can celebrate our wins, our big closes, 
That's a beautiful thing. I really love what you're doing. Um, you know, any last words for the audience? All of the terrible things that you have experienced being sold too terribly, that's not selling. That's sleaze, right? None of that horrible, nasty gimmick trick arm twisting garbage is required in order for your business to, to succeed. But asking is. So if you have trouble with the ask, holler at your girl. I'll get you over that. Start again. Heck yeah. And get ready to receive you guys. Asking. Receive. You go, receive. Hello. Receive. All right. You guys. <laughs> you guys have an amazing day. Ciao. Bye. Are you ready to be the best that you can be? Join hybrid business coach and consultant Charity Brown and her guests as they give you behind the scenes access to the insider tips and tricks that will help you take your business to the next level. Charity has an extraordinary approach to boosting businesses to break out of their modes, influence their industries, and become leaders of their packs. And she's ready to pass this inspiring knowledge on to you today. Learn how to change your game and build your business into what you've always dreamed of right here on the Create Clarity with Charity Podcast.